Okay, now, we embarked upon a, probably, to me, one of the greatest movies to ever come out. Okay. And I'm going to put this movie, and people are going to hate me for saying it because we there's so many mixed um, reviews and views and, and takes on this. Like, there, no, nobody's really, there's some people that love it, there's some people that hate it. Um, people are saying that they walked out, people are posting out, don't go watch this movie. You know what? I'm telling you this right now. Go watch the damn movie. It's worth it. But, yes. but it is disturbing. <laughs> It is very disturbing. People, to me, who don't like it are not trying to look at or try not to understand reality on what it is. Be uh -huh. Because if you don't understand somebody that's gone through those mental health issues like that, I have a good friend that, uh -huh. that told me the very beginning was very hard to watch. And for me, it was hard to watch because if you haven't dealt with the mental issues on to a certain level or know somebody that has, you will not understand this movie. Everybody wanted to see right. Joker. Everybody wanted to see Joker and Batman. That's what everybody wanted to see. But they didn't want to get another movie. They didn't want to get something that was had nothing to do with the actual movie. They, everybody had wants all these universes to connect. Yeah. And it wasn't that. Even the director's still saying like he doesn't want to, it's not going to connect to what they are doing now. So it's like yeah. we got a we got an Elseworld Joker movie and it was amazing. Yeah, man. Um I think that like I said, I've been saying this for months now. Of course, you've been listening to the podcast and watching the videos. You know I've been waiting on this movie for quite some time. I knew when the first trailer dropped, I was like, ah, oh, this is gonna be amazing. And it did not disappoint. Um the movie was Everything I thought it would be, man, Joaquin Phoenix as Joker, man, is he solidified that role. I don't know what it is about this Joker role, man, but I don't know. It just brings out something. And he's, he dug down deep. Yeah. He dug down deep for this role. You know what I'm saying? And he, he did his research. Um, he was very believable in the character. Like, I didn't even realize I was looking at Joaquin Phoenix. At, at times, like, I just forgot that who he was. I was just like, this is the Joker right yeah. here. And... As far as somebody who has worked with people with, you know, schizophrenia and all kinds of just mental health, you know, saying issues, it was believable. Like I, I can't, I can't, I can't call it. You know what I'm saying? I was just looking like, wow, this is how people with mental illnesses act. And the movie was more so of, I believe, as a cautionary tale, man, of what happens when people in need don't get the help they need, or people who are already damaged, people who are already troubled. You know what I'm saying? That last little straw breaks. You know? Yes. And, you know, it's not so much as people are trying to say, like, oh, it's inciting violence and all of these things. No, it's not about that. This is about the people don't like it because it's too real. You know right. what I'm saying? Because it's not more violent than any of these other movies that I've seen. Deadpool is more violent than The Joker was. You know what I'm saying? The only difference is he's laughing about it and it's comical and he has to, he breaks the fourth wall Correct. and all of that. You know what I'm saying? But Deadpool was doing a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? He was shoot him up, cut him up, slice him up, dice him up. You know, it was. But the Joker was so grounded and so real and so gritty. You know what I'm saying? That people was like, oh, man, this could really happen. It may be our fault that people out here acting like, you know, acting fool. Like, right, <laughs> you know what exactly. I'm so, I mean, I don't know. The movie was awesome, man. It was a great portrayal of what could happen when things go, you know, left undone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it's yeah. like... Everybody, it, like that beginning was one of the one of 
toughest things. Like it really does set up the movie. People walking out, yeah. they didn't want to deal with that. I mean, I, to people, to me, the people who were just saying they were walking out, they're ignoring the issues that are happening in this world. And yeah. you know, you can call me wrong for saying it, but you know, you know, you, you don't give two shits about people. Yeah. And it's it it was just something that it the way he, okay, you have him explaining himself talking which is anybody dealing with any issues whether they're mental issues or just personal issues or just something the one thing they tell you talk it out yeah. get those thoughts out of your head so he's as he's sitting there talking to his social worker the person that's supposed to be helping him she ain't even listening and then we find out later on that she she's really more worried about her job she kind of figured they were they were gonna get get rid of her ass anyway so she's not worried yeah. about her client and getting him better she's more worried about the job and like she's not gonna have it. She it's almost like she didn't care what he was going through. Yeah, it was like at that moment, even if she had a grievance or even if she had legit concerns, you know, when you're in that position, you got to put your stuff to the side for a moment and and focus on you know your job while you still have it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I I just feel like. The movie, when I started watching the movie, because I said this on my non-spoiler or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I felt like, I felt uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable watching him, you know, be as, you know, mentally ill as he was just in the beginning. Like, just just mm-hmm. seeing him, how he moved and how he fantasized about these things and yeah. how he talked. He talked like he was like a kid or something. Like, something was like a, a young person who who was innocent and they was like, and they still believe in Santa Claus or something, you know what I'm saying? And it was just one of those things that his, this fantasy. And I was just like, Oh man, something is really off about him, man. And then of course the laughter, my God, dog, the laugh, man, when <laughs> sounded so painful, like yeah. it, I've never heard a Joker laugh like that. And it was just like, ah, like he, he, I don't know, man. Really, it, it was just, he really did look through, at the world through the eyes of a kid and through the eyes yeah. of wanting to be better and wanted, he understood mm. his problems and like that, like when he was on the bus and like that, you see it in the trailer, like he's on the bus yeah. and he's like pl- joking around with the kid. All he's doing yeah. is for the smiles and the laughs. You know, yeah. he's, they say it all the time. Like think you can think about like Robin Williams and something like that. Like, People yeah. who who bring the most joy or try to bring the most joy into this world are normally the most troubled. And she's and the mom was like, you know, don't talk to my son. You know, they gave him that I like, okay, but he's not over here trying to kidnap him. He's just, you know, yeah. joking around with them and made the kid yeah. laugh. And then he has to show and he starts laughing and then like you get the painful laugh of him. Yeah. You get the I'm kind of unsure what's going yeah. on in this in this in this in this space laugh you yeah. get another just an, a different laugh like when he was on the show yeah when he was sitting down next to him he had that laugh and then the laugh at the end even the director said that was the actually mo- only genuine laugh that the joker did Laughing, yeah. was at the yeah. end i was like yeah what yeah he did say that i mean it's like the movie, the progression of the movie, it was like a slow burn, it was slow build, and you could see how he was slowly transforming. And it seemed like the worst, the, the worst thing he did, like, I don't know, like, whatever he did that was bad in the movie, it led to him being actually better. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, 
His confidence was better. His walk became better. Dude was like smooth criminal, man. MJ at the end, by the end of the movie, man. He his chest was out, shoulders back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was strutting. You know what I'm saying? Like he was on another level by the end of the movie of, of just confidence. And it's crazy of what brought that out. Like it took him actually having control. Yeah. It was almost like he didn't he hadn't had control over nothing his whole life. And then he took control in his hands. And of course, I'm not saying I agree with what he did, right. but he did his actions, and those actions led to him being more confident and more boisterous and, and more like, you know what, y'all don't care about us. When he went on that show and he gave that rant at the end, I was like, it was like watching Dave Chappelle. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it really was. Like, was. like somebody said, it was like, I don't like it, but he's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't really say that he's wrong. You know what I'm saying? He's absolutely right. But, remember remember you know. how I said, like, when I was going into the script writing for some of the short films, I said, I want to be able to smack people with the truth. Smack people in the mouth with the truth. And that's what this yeah. movie did. This movie took place in, what they say, 1981. Okay, so that you know nobody really understood, but it was like the, the the release of some of those movies was 1981. So we can take the fact that it was 1981 when this movie came out. So, but the things he was going through, the things like regardless if it was 1981 or 2019, like the only thing that was different was the setting. Yeah, like you can futurize this, put it 20 years, 30 years later, it would still have the same effect. Yeah, man. Uh, Richard Schmid, that's uh, my boy, uh, Lord McRib. <laughs> uh, he would he say uh, any person he hurt hurt him first. Didn't make it right, but you can clearly see his motivations. Yes. That yeah. the funny scene in there, which was not really funny, it was a you mentioned it too, the creepily funny scene, the awkwardly funny <laughs> scene, which was uh, when the midget dude had to try to leave. Yeah. Man, if I didn't laugh, I laughed so hard yes. at that part. I was like, because I didn't want to, you know, <laughs> I was thinking the whole time. Because I knew he was going to get the big guy. Like, I knew he was going to take him out. Like, I wasn't yeah. surprised at that at all. I was like, dang, man, he's going to kill the little person too? And, and then the little person went up to try. He told him he could leave. And I was like, hmm. Then he reached for that lock. I said, oh, no. He's going to kill him. That, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, this is so bad. He, he, didn't. He, didn't, he didn't do it. And I was like, yes, man. At that moment, he was like, you're the only person that was kind to me. I said, dang. Yeah, and it just and, took, and 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 that was probably one of the better sentiments of the movie. Like, hey, you know, just be nice to everybody. Because you don't know when somebody's gonna snap. Not to say we should take it that far, but it was just like, hey, you never know when somebody's gonna snap. Yeah. And oh my every everybody he went after, like and his psychosis, um going like the whole like what his the his mom was going through what she put him through like yeah. all his repressed memories just came back flooding out and he just retaliated yeah. like he he buried all that shit i understood exactly when that when that turned like that because he's reading it and he was like oh yeah that's right mm-hmm. everything just came back to him when he was saying that he felt so relieved of it, that was yeah. that was really like, bro, you had to go that far to. I mean, I you shouldn't, you didn't have to go yeah. that far, but oh, oh right. you didn't have to. I mean, it was it was one of those things where like, it's like he had this almost Thanos vibe, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm gonna do this thing 
for the greater good, even though it's bad. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those feels to me, man. And, and I feel like, you know, like I said, when he was on that talk show at the end of the thing, and he gave that little monologue he gave or whatever about, hey, if, if somebody saw me on the street shot, nobody would care. Right. But, you know, these three, you know, rich guys, they shot up, and everybody acts like they're just these good guys. You know what I'm saying? And they were not. You know, and you get to see, like, you never understand somebody's story until you walk up, like you say, walk them out in their shoes or something like that. And so seeing his story kind of made you feel awkward because you're like, yo, I know this is not a good guy. But you, it makes you kind of understand why he's the way he is and what happened. And you're like, dang, I don't agree with his methods at all, man, but I kind of get it. Yeah. And now it makes me kind of be like, hmm, now what does that say about me? You know, <laughs> I'll say that's a person. So it was a great movie, man. It served its purpose. I feel yeah. like that's that's what good movies do. Uh, T-Man, uh, thank you for chiming in in the chat. Appreciate you for sticking around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only thing was weak was the comedy act going viral in 1981. Yeah, that was like... How did he see that? Well, no, 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 no. They saw that because the, the club, the comedy club that they had was in Gotham. And that TV show was also in Gotham. So they they let the comics do their little, um, I guess, auditions or whatever. And then that tape got to, to Mary from, oh, from that okay. audition. I, I didn't yeah. I didn't quite understand it myself. Like, how did he get this damn tape? How did he get yeah. this tape? <laughs> but the yeah. whole, like, the, like one question I, I know I had is, like, what happened to Zazzy Beats? Right. I, I played in my mind and that when that moment when I didn't see her again, he left, I said, Oh, this is some more killing joke stuff. That's what yeah. <laughs> that's what I that's what I thought. I felt like, you know what I'm saying? They was always one of those, I'm just not gonna speak on it. I'm just gonna allude to the fact that he kind of looked at her and then that mother cutscene and him just walking out, you didn't hear nothing from her. I heard some sirens. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? To me, out of my mind, I just figured he did something to her and he left. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Rich Richard, man, yes. The the he's saying the origin of Batman was little shoehorned in there. Yes, I was in the theater saying that. Like, why the yeah. fuck do we? I mean, I know in the trailer and all that stuff, they they kind of like hinted at it, like, oh, this they're yeah. gonna show Batman's parents die again. And as it was happening, like, I don't want to see fucking Batman's parents die again. Yeah, but it it works yeah. in the story. It worked. It works in the story because of Thomas Wayne. Yes, you know they, what I'm saying. Oh it, my it, god. That's, they played yeah. him like oh like every yeah. iteration of Thomas Wayne besides uh when he became Batman. Yeah. Every iteration of Thomas Wayne was supposed to be this good guy. Like he was helping the people, he was doing this, like the Wayne yeah. family is like what helped build Gotham, you know, they came over as yeah. immigrants. So they had this whole playing of Thomas Wayne. Now you got him as this corrupt person. Yeah. And it was like that's what like how are we viewing this like are we viewing this as that's how thomas wayne is or are we actually viewing this from the viewpoint of just joker like i mean i feel like if you are joker if you are in joker's situation that thomas wayne probably is the villain you know what i'm saying and so you will villainize him you know what i'm saying i feel like i don't know if he said those things that he said when he talked called people basically clowns and all of that you know what i'm saying like if that's the case, then yes, you know, he's just a villain. But I feel like if he did not necessarily say it like that, then Joker kind of could have made it up in his head because his mom was doing all this stuff, yeah. you know, trying to get yeah. his attention and all this. So she idolized him. And then Joker's just looking like, man, you know, I don't know if this dude's all of that. You know, he's rich. He's a part of that 1%. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, you know what I'm saying? They're the enemy. They're the reason the town, people went on a garbage strike. That's why you got garbage piled up all over the place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because people feel like they're not getting their fair wages and stuff like that. So 
of course the rich is going to be the enemy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and then they're cutting government programs. They cut to, to the Joker. Thomas Wayne is basically the, the reason why he don't have any medication, why he's not able to see a psychiatrist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so Thomas Wayne technically was the enemy of Joker's story, in a sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but yeah. Darius said in uh, the Batman Telltale games, which I heard are amazing, they, they, there's good storytelling for a video game that uh, they made Thomas Wayne a villain too. And that's probably how they got to this point. Uh, because I want to, I need to check that out. Yeah, th- those Telltale games, like if you just play through them, man, they're they're actually really good. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, for the moment, he forgot that it was a Batman movie. Yes, yeah. and and I've been telling people all day, like it, if you took away the names, you would forget that this was a comic book character yeah. and yeah. and a movie yeah. based on comic book characters. Yeah, it seemed like they just had a movie, and then said, you know, let's change the city. And the main character, whose name may have been Arthur Fleck the whole time, yeah. <laughs> and just make him the Joker and then just let it ride see what happened. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it feel like it could have been anything. It could have been, this movie would have been good. I probably wouldn't have saw it. I'm not going to lie about it. Probably wouldn't have saw it if it didn't have the exactly. Joker attached to it. Exactly. But it was, but it could have literally have not been, it couldn't have been, it could have been a, a random dude who wanted to be a clown or whatever. And then it's just been like, you know. Without being the Joker. It, but when they threw that Batman lore in there, they put a little bit of that, a little sprinkle, a little bit, you know. I'm like, oh, I'm in there. I'm sold. This movie gives Warner Brothers and DC Comics hope that they can actually yeah. still tell good stories from these dark oh, yeah. characters because that's what DC mainly is, is a bunch of... DC focuses mo- mostly on its villains. Fuck the, fuck the superheroes. Yeah. The villains have the yeah. better storylines. Yeah. So, I mean... They're, I don't know. Like, I feel like they're in a, they're in a lane of their own, Rube, like you that, said. That, like, if, if they continue these Elseworld movies like this and just tell us yeah. these dark, gritty stories with these low budgets, Joker was be, uh, made off of $50 million. That is unheard yeah. of. $93 million it made, over the weekend. Over, it, it damn near doubled its protect, production budget. Now, they spent yeah. some more money after that, like doing the promotion runs and everything. But think about it. You've already doubled, damn near doubled your production value. You've made money. Yeah. And now They did, they did that. Yeah. And now people are just talking about walking out on this. Like, there, there's so much in this. Like, the, the, the movies that it took was the, the King of Comedy. Was it King of Comedy? Or the greatest? Yeah, com- King of Comedy. Yeah. Yeah, King of Comedy, Taxi Driver. And Taxi Driver, which are both Robert De Niro movies, both directed by Martin Scorsese. Uh, They took, with the the actual TV show on how Joker came out uh, and ended up killing somebody, that was taken from The Dark Knight Rises. Was it Dark Knight? Oh, Dark Knight Returns. Sorry, The Dark Knight Returns. That's Frank Miller uh, graphic novel, which is probably one of my favorite Batman graphic novel storylines, period, which was that one. And it, it, it kind of has like the Joker kind of has that same tale like that because he was if you if you re- read or read or watched even the Dark Knight Returns movie uh, animated movie Joker was canatonic through the whole thing because Batman had retired. So Joker felt, felt like he didn't have any any purpose. So he was canatonic in the in the in the uh, psych ward just just chilling with his with his vest on and make some hugs and hug himself. And yeah. As soon as Batman comes on the scene, they start seeing Batman. He he's like he it just clicks and he's and he's back. <laughs> and this is what it kind of like yeah. it, it played into there. Like he just clicked and he's there and he goes on a TV show and kills everybody. <laughs> so it, it kind of yeah. had played into that. Like I, 
from what they're saying is like this Joker isn't actually the Joker. He's mm-hmm. actually like they're saying like the person that he motivates to become the actual Joker is was someone in the crowd. I was like, that's not far fetched either. <laughs> it's not. It's not far fetched. I mean, I would. I don't know because I feel like this Joker. I don't know if he could be that Joker, like the Batman Joker villain, because I feel like I don't feel like he has that motivation, right, to be the Joker, Joker. You know what I'm saying? But he could also be. The Joker, because it's an origin story. So he, maybe he could get to a point where he has that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That thing or whatever, that that criminal, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I can see that too. I wouldn't mind seeing it. It just I don't know how they would do it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, if he inspires somebody else, cool, whatever. However yeah. they want to play it. But if they left it alone, if they just said, you know what, this has nothing to do with anything, and just said, this is just a random story we want to tell. Yeah. Put it over here on the shelf. This is great. Let's get an Oscar or something out of that, and then y'all yeah. can continue your DCU thing, and you know maybe get a different Joker or something. Uh, I don't know. Darius asked, "Do you think they should have made those two cops, Gordon and Bullock, instead of new characters, or would have that been too much uh, fan service?" They could have. They could have gave him Gordon. I, I really wanted to see Gordon. I didn't want to see Gordon because because of the fact they casted a a black dude as Jim Gordon. And the idea, oh, I yeah, think if they yeah, would have just put yeah. Gordon, people would just lose their minds. Like, but he's white here, and he's gonna be black. And like, no, yeah. I think that would have been way too much fan service. It would have been, yeah. I mean, they could have put like a little cameo. They could have got a, they could have got a brother for that. They could have put a little brother enough from the, you know, young, you know, beat cop. Yeah. At this time, you I know what I'm saying. The reason why they didn't want <laughs> they to do that, that because he, you know. the director, saying he doesn't want this to tie in with. The, yeah. uh, the Batman movie, the Robert Pattinson movie, and he does. They, they. I don't think they want to do a sequel, but if they end up doing a sequel, like if you if you watch some of these people, um, some YouTubers, I can suggest like uh, do uh, a channel called Rockstar uh, or New Rockstar or something like that. He comes out yeah. with like these outlandish theories, theories but they're like yeah. not. Uh, they're not far fetched. Like that could happen. Then you have yeah. like somebody like Emergency Awesome who. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, too. he comes out with so much stuff. He know he, his his history is just impeccable on what he yeah. knows. And he talked about them bringing out a Riddler movie, and I think John McAvoy is like they're talking about you know fantasy casting and like John McAvoy like yeah. like I would like to see John McAvoy as the Riddler now. Yeah, because yeah. we seen him yeah. in Split uh, and we seen him in Glass, and I want to see him as the Riddler now. <laughs> yeah, that 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 would be. With that accent and all of that, that that would be kind of that would be dope. I can see that. I can see James McAvoy doing that. Yeah, uh, that'd be that. What is that? Uh, T man, I like the idea of the detectives being no names because if the if the people kill the Joker, can get away scot free, with no one knowing his name. Yeah. So I mean, it, I mean, was, he pretty much killed Arthur Fleck. The, <laughs> anyway, he was the, you know, the way the way that ending was. It was. All, all people need is something to believe in. Almost, almost religious like. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could, you could put that in there. Like it had a hint of religion. Like this is our God. This is our Savior. Because everybody yeah. had this pent up anger and aggression, and uh, now he comes out here and he's just doing this. Like everybody thanked him for killing three snobby white dudes on the on a train. Yeah, and like he unloaded on them. Oh, yeah. He unloaded on them. Like I guarantee you, if he had more bullets, he would still be shooting. Right. But for him to do something like, and we, and we see that we see that in the world now, where like somebody kills somebody off of 
retaliation off of like, oh, you uh you hurt my daughter, you raped my daughter, you kidnapped my kid, and they go out after that person. Like people empathize with that person. I'm like, yeah, I would done like I would have done the same thing he did because he, what he did. Yeah. Like you know he's not he's not out here killing just innocent people. He's out there killing somebody that doesn't mean anything. That's just a piece of shit in the world. Right. And yeah, they got behind him and they believed him and they rioted for him and they uh, like. That is like I said, it's very religious, like. Yeah, in a in a twisted way, yes. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, versus you know somebody out here, you know, healing people and doing you know <laughs> yeah. miracles and you know it's saying a, people trying trying to tell people to do the right thing. You know, we got this guy here, you know, killing folks. But I mean, you know, you know, but you know, geez, you know, it's a little twisted version. You know, he had the end. He all like this, and you know, all in the car yes. cop is you know in the cop car and doing that with a little smile. I don't know, but it's 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 interesting, man. Um. I feel like when people are at their lowest point, you know, it, you know, it, people snap. And that's why the, the city of Gotham is like his own character. You know what I'm saying? And it's it was at his breaking point, man. The people, I don't know, man, they just like, oh, I guess this is it. This is going to be the set it off point. Yeah. This is the catalyst to our <laughs> to our riot is this. You know what I'm saying? And they went off. They went they went ham. And then, like I said, with the whole Wayne family got the, the familiar old scene again with the pearls and the gun and the kid left in the alleyway you know yeah. we were back there we were like well man here we go but at least this time at least this time it actually made sense in the story <laughs> you knew what was going on yeah. you knew why and what transpired it all kind of made sense like oh snap it wasn't technically a joker but yet it was in, the, in its own way one one thing um I, I don't like what people are doing right now about this is like they're comparing him to heath ledger and i wish we would get away from doing that yeah. I wish we would get away from like having to compare somebody to somebody else. Yeah. This person's doing this. This person's doing this. This person's doing this. Like, oh, this person is. Oh, goes he 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 ain't gonna beat this person. Like, but these are two different takes on the, on the movie. These are two different characters. The same character, yeah. but two different takes. Like, you can't. Like, Jack Nicholson did a good job as Joker for yeah. what that movie was. Yeah. Heath Ledger did a great job for that story mm-hmm. jared leto didn't get enough i keep defending him but he didn't get enough screen time yeah to understand that joker because if you actually watch the director's cut the rated r version yeah he's more it's on the like oh that's right okay more backstory gotcha gotcha yeah then you yeah. have this joker even if you can go back to cesar romero that joker Right. Played right <laughs> for that character type, and they and they played him off as just a jokester anyway. They didn't complain. Yeah. They didn't take him serious for a lot of stuff. You know, they back then they focused mostly on uh, Penguin and Catwoman. They right. didn't. Fo- they didn't highly focus on enough of the characters. Then you have, of course, Mark Hamill. And that's that was ground building from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he took over and just like ran through it. So, but every single Joker that's come in has given their 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 all to certain the way the story is written, the way the story is supposed to play out, and he played the Joker the way at the angle that they were playing at. Like, this could yeah. be anybody. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like this, man. I feel like if you have the two people being compared, like I mean, I get why people want to compare them you know what i'm saying they want to say like who had the better performance based on whatever genre or what type of movie it was or whatever but it's really hard to do that considering that joaquin phoenix is in a rated r yeah um yeah. non-action movie like it's not even the same type of movie you yeah. know what i'm saying 
Um, so it's kind of hard to compare those guys like that. Uh, and then this whole movie's about the Joker. So technically, if anybody had a better chance of being the better Joker, it would be Joaquin Phoenix because he had the whole movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The whole movie was about him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he had then he was very, very, very good at this role. Like I'm talking about surprisingly like surprisingly good. Su- like, I wow. we know he's a good you know we know saying? he's a good actor, but it was just like, oh, dude, you, you, dude, like, give this man the Oscar now. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about it is, he Ledger, man, he was he had the Batman to go off of, yeah. somebody to balance that off of. You know what I'm saying? The Joker, he had to stand there. He had to do this a standalone movie. It was just yeah. him, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. him and his demons and his mind or whatever he was dealing with, you know what I'm saying. So it was, I don't know, man. I, I can't, I can't really compare them like that. I definitely enjoyed them both. Like, very, I, like I enjoyed them both, but yeah, this movie was wee, man. I don't know, I don't know. I think they, um, they're onto something with this. They're they're onto something with being able to and i and i I keep saying it but like they're on to some of these elseworld movies like giving us those because you're giving us a one-off movie that may people want to see more of yeah like even though like it it, it's playing it it, this is this hits home for so many people and with today's society too it just hits home like if you know what It, it i don't like even with this going on like Dealing with the mental illness, I think it would have to like if you were to say, and we we've talked about like you know like race bending characters, and like yeah. if you were to change the race of of Joker, uh, it would have to be a different type of situation, but it would still work. Okay, it it, it would still work, but it would be more of what how would this mental illness affect this person in what way because. That that with that situation may not affect everybody the same way, right? And it would have to be something a little bit more relatable to that culture, and not right. to not and not to like you know completely bash because you know like when you when you race being a character or you just like if you make a certain movie about a certain race you got to be careful on how you tell it, like but you know this is a white dude so they you know just tell the story. <laughs> But you know, yeah. it's like other races, you have to make it a little bit more believable, right? So, I mean, I feel like nothing about the Joker's issues had anything to do with him being white. So anybody could technically be the Joker. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing about his story that meant any. I mean, it didn't have anything to do with him being a white guy. I mean, he just had some bad, uh, some bad luck. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> a couple yeah. of bad things happened to him. So I feel like. Everybody, anybody in any race has been abused as a kid, may have been lied to by, you know, the system and their parents or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And all of that can have an effect on you regardless of what race you are. So in a sense, anybody could be the Joker uh, because it's not based on anything that's dealt with culture. It's more so just circumstances, um, circumstantial uh, problems. So, but yeah, I mean, kind of like when you talk about Magneto, like Magneto, for him to be Magneto, for that to be a different culture or different, you know, race, he would have to go through something that would cause him to look at the whole world differently. Like the original Magneto looked at the whole world differently based on the internment camps and all of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you're bringing up Magneto because now I want to see a Magneto movie. Yeah. I want to see a Magneto movie in this universe. Like, but not, you know, not DC, but like this type of movie. Just Magneto. Just Magneto. Yeah. Because that right there would, I mean, it, it brings up so much like letting you uh 
letting you know that the villains don't have to always be the side character. Yeah. The villains can play a lead role and make the movie. I mean, it. think about it. And, and take it from Marvel, like they're like how they're developing some of their villains now. Because you have somebody like how they develop, like, you know, you have your Killmonger and your um, uh, Hela and your even even Ultron and Thanos. You know, people care. You know, these are villains that have a, a deeper story that you would like. I would like to see more of that story. So it's, it's more of how they're playing into it. It's with this one, just like, hey, we have a DC movie with their number one villain of mm-hmm. all and we're going to make sure that we only mention a hint of Batman yeah and one thing I got to say freaking <laughs> freaking Alfred was a bitch in this movie yeah <laughs> Alfred was weak man I'm like Alfred, Alfred weak, is bro. supposed to be British military yeah you got pent up by the skinny you know what I'm saying psychotic guy like what I was like, come on, man. T-Man said uh, Suicide Squad was a villain movie. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a villain movie. That was just... A, the, the, the editing made that movie horrible. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. What think about this Birds of Prey, man? That's coming out. <laughs> it's rated R. Yeah. And it's in this. It's in the current universe. Yeah. So... I... I I'm going to see it, of course, but I'm waiting yeah. to see. I think this is going to be more of the 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 funny animated series type Joker, Harley Quinn type movie. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm waiting to see that take on it. Um, there's, bro, it's just, I wish Alfred actually would have kicked his ass or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep going back and I'm like, bro. You got you're the you're the British military. You got hands. You can yeah. fight. Instead, you got his hands around your neck. Yeah, I which mean, he just had his hands in his little boy mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I, wanna, so I, I think I think I don't think that was actually Alfred. I think that was the person monitoring Bruce because Alfred was mainly with Thomas and Martha Wayne. Yeah, probably so, man. So, because he has plenty of service. So, I'm thinking that that was the caretaker of Bruce and Alfred was over there with them. So, I think that's what it was. That couldn't have been Alfred. You can't <laughs> tell me that's Alfred. <laughs> so, now that we, you know, and I, I think now we're into that point of developing the villain. Everybody's saying, like, the, the boys, Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing. You got these rated R type shows coming out. The boys was really. Yeah, the boys was good, man. Hey, that was good. I like Doom Patrol. Of course, that's one of my favorites, Doom Patrol. But uh, the boys was really good, man. I definitely enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. it was. The, DC needs to continue with these villain movies, these upbringing, these 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 one-off background stories. Uh, you can finally do an actual Catwoman movie. Holly Berry's Catwoman movie does not count. <laughs> I will not count it. There's a lot of it, it. It goes right into that hat with uh, Batman Forever and Batman Return, uh, Batman uh, and Robin. It goes right in that hat. I won't. I won't count those. And the, and the theatrical version of Suicide Squad. I won't count those. Theatrical version of Batman and Superman. Yeah, I won't count those. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more of oh, Superman Returns. Yeah, let's throw that one in the hat too. Green Lantern. Let's throw that in the hat too. <laughs> uh, but the 
give us a Riddler movie. Give us a Penguin movie. Give us a Mr. Freeze movie. And Mr. And Freeze think, may be real cool. I, I like think they're supposed to be developing no a Mr. Freeze store. A story. Uh, not a story. Uh, a show. Oh, okay. And I'm, ain't, I want a, a, a Mr. Freeze just bring it like how he became Mr. Freeze the background you know you're you're gonna get a bunch of stories like it can it can just be this romantic show uh dealt with medical stuff and whatever yeah. he does you know it, it can you can build a story on that and then he becomes Mr. Freeze it's just it's gonna be a slow build yeah like they, they they've done it they've done it with Gotham they've done it with Smallville yeah you know they could the do a Mr. Freeze show because wasn't it like about his wife or something yeah Show slow build about how romantic and how in love they are, and then something tragically happens to her. Then he tries to find his cure for her, and blah, blah blah blah. You know, boom, they press him for money because you know, big pharma gonna be in there, and yeah, then he exactly. Develops his thing, and then you know, I'm they can make it real deal, they can really do yeah. it, yeah, they can, <laughs> they, it, it, could, it could work, even if you only do it for like a couple of seasons, it can work, yeah. I don't think it needs to be too many, se- I don't think it needs to be that long, like it three seasons at the max, it should be going. And if you're going to do anything, then you can go into spin it off into something else, uh, spin it off to somebody else. Another character develops like you once you get ready to get that off, you've already got a spin off for that show coming with another character. Right. So it, it, it can definitely work, man. It I, If you have friends that that deal with the, the mental illness, man, check on your friends. We keep telling you all the time check on your friends. Yeah. This this, this movie affected a lot of people. Both in a positive and negative way. Yeah. And, you know, it's like now it's uh, I think with people who are dealing with the the mental health issues and everything who have been down this road that understand and seen firsthand on how the Joker was coming about. Like they they they've lived that road up until the killing part. Yeah, (laughs) they've lived that road like they got a movie that shows like this is what I'm telling you. This is how I am. This is what I've been going through. And it's what what they say art imitates life. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Very much so. So uh Darius Wood says as long as Mr. Freeze isn't Arnold. Yes, as long as it's not Arnold. Uh who would y'all want to play Mr. Freeze? Ooh. Mr. Freeze. Uh he has an accent. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb on this. I am going to go on a far limb on this because of the accent that he needs to have. Um, I kind of want it to be Idris Elba. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would go with Darius Wood said John <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. He kind of looks as he's bald. Um, <laughs> Mr. Freeze doesn't have to be anybody that's, you know, fight coordinator, nothing like that. I don't right. believe he has to be anything like that. So I would li- end with the accent. I would literally go with the dude that played Jarvis. And Oh, uh, Paul Bettany? Paul um Paul Bettany or the guy that actually played Jarvis in the Agent Carter show that picked up um uh, Tony Stark's dad yeah. in, in game. That guy. He might be that a little, guy. He might be a little old, but I'm with you on that. I rock with that you know, idea. I could I could see him being that guy. Because he has his Doctor Strange vibe to me. He kind of looks like Doctor Strange a little bit. And that's yeah. kind of what I picture in my mind as a doctor that would be kind of like that. But yeah, yeah, that 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 type of dude. I would go with that. 
you know. Yeah, I I I, 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 I can rock with that. I just want yeah. them to race bend them and just like, oh, so it's, uh, a race Brit- <laughs> it's a it's a British black dude. Oh, they could do the guy from Get Out. He's British. <laughs> oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There, there's a there's a lot of that can happen, and I want people yeah. to get mad at that if they race bend them. Like, Mr. <laughs> Freeze turns out to be blue. What do you care about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he turns out blue. <laughs> That's all we yeah. ever seen him was blue. We don't really see him in the past. He's blue. Let him be, it don't matter what shade of blue, he's just blue. Uh, Brian Cranston. That. Yeah, I, I thought I could see him for Lex Luthor if they did a Lex Luthor one. I don't, I don't want him to be Lex Luthor. I want him to be. But <laughs> I, I would like to see him. You know what? And I'm going to throw this out there. It's going to be weird. But I want, his, I want to see him as Black Mask. Black Mass is a crime boss. He gets very angry. I like how he, when he did Walter White and he got angry, and when he says, I am the one who knocks. <laughs> I want, I think he could be a great Black Mass because you don't, he doesn't need to be young. He doesn't do a bunch of fighting. Mm. And he has a mask on damn near the whole time. Yeah. So you can have him like, he's one way and then he just develops and he has to wear the mask and it's permanently on or whatever. Fuck. I think Brian Cranston's yeah. Black Mask would work. Here we go, fantasy casting this shit. <laughs> so, no, I think the, everything worked. Um, again, people, check on your friends on this. It's gonna be um, that movie. I was doing a review um, on this that night. The night we did, the, uh, we watched the movie. I came home. I, was like, I need to do yeah. a review, and I started to to deep dive into the character. And when I did that, I I stopped recording. I closed my camera, uh, turned off my camera and my laptop, and I was literally shaking from doing that. Uh, it really did affect me trying to just deep dive that far into that character and understand the psyche of Arthur Fleck. Mm-hmm. Because I understand about mental illness. I, you know, I've, I've dealt with myself. I've dealt with it with uh, some close friends of mine, some family members. So going into that it's just like it just started bringing up memories and i was like i can't i can't do this right now so the fact that we waited till now to do this and i don't have to do this by myself it it works yeah <laughs> it worked perfectly because yeah. i don't have to sit there and lay there man he's just no he's he's really really i just i am i gonna go see it again nah but <laughs> yeah i don't I, know i mean i was thinking about like what i want to and i feel like that's one of the movies i don't i'm not in a rush to see again at all, I probably will watch it again, but I don't know if I would just go to see it. Uh, the place it puts you in isn't, it isn't one of those feel-good movies. It's not, it's not a rewarding ending. It's not like your normal, and it wasn't even like Endgame, because Endgame had some sad moments, but it still had some resilient moments. This movie was kind of like uh, watching a train wreck happen, but then, you know, I don't know, like it was just, but the goal of it was for the train to crash. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. like weird. <laughs> it's like yeah. weird. You know what I'm saying? Like we knew where it was going, but we didn't know how we were getting there and we got there. Yeah. So, I mean, I have nothing else to say about this. I mean, do you, I mean, yeah. we can go ahead and shut this off for today. I mean, it's, we, we've been all the tests, the, the, the technical issues that we have. Yeah. YouTube <laughs> is already saying that we're, we're this, it's not a smooth streaming. So apparently YouTube is telling us to get the fuck out of here too. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we won't be here next week. Yeah, man, we got we gonna take a break. We'll take a break. Uh, uh, Marcus Marcus has fall break. Yeah, and uh, he <laughs> wants to enjoy his fall break, and I don't blame him at all. <laughs> I'm like, no, go do what you got to do. So we have to take breaks too, because right. 
making sure that we're home in time to get everything set up. Yeah, it, you, exactly what we. Yeah. So I'm actually going to go do some filming next Saturday, uh, next Wednesday anyway. So I'm going to be still doing something. But uh, we'll be back the week after that. And I yeah. believe. Pull out my trusty Jesse calendar while it's still buffering. Uh, I believe <laughs> the week after that is when I'm moving. So I don't think I'm going to have anything set up in the time. So we'll have a show on the 23rd. And then after that, we'll come back on the 6th. So cool. that, that week I'll be moving. So again, I won't, again, I won't have anything set up. You know how it is when you move, everything goes in there and you know, you just kind of unpack as you go and see where you want to set up everything. So yeah, that's, that's all I have guys. Uh, you got anything else uh, you want to uh, message somebody to watch anything? Oh yeah, man. Just, you know, as far as the, the Joker goes, I know we did a lot of talking about it. Um, if you have not seen it, I don't think we spoiled too much of that. <laughs> uh, we did some things, but it's still a good movie. It's an important movie, and I think you should definitely check it out. Um, like Rube stated, man, talk to talk to people, check in on people, make sure people are okay, and, and, and press them a little bit to talk to you. Because sometimes people, their first thing to say is, I'm good and I'm fine. Uh, just check in a little bit more, more often than not. Um, but your families, man, because I'm going to take a vacation, spend some time with some folks I care about. So make sure you do that, too, as well. All right, know that juice is temporary, sauce is forever, man. Know that you are blessed, know that you are loved. Alpha sized out. And as always, folks, no matter what you do in this world, no matter what you do in life, talk to somebody and make sure that you are trying to be great. All right.